God has a miracle with your name on it today. Are you going to be name it, claim it, receive it crowd? Are you going to be the name it crowd, but the whiner crowd? Well, yeah, I'm going to name it, but it probably won't work for me. Which crowd are you in? I believe you're in the name it, receive it crowd. And we get wonderful testimonies of people who have watched our program, named the miracle they wanted, and received it. And that's so encouraging to me because, you know, folks, we're not here just to spend time. We're here, Sarah and I are here to see your life changed, to see the Word of God work in you and produce. So this is very important. I'm also here to thank all our wonderful partners for the anointing that's on Sarah and me to be on you. I thank God for you that you have a vision for what is going on. And I was thinking about a testimony I had some time ago of a woman who was living with a man who was not her husband. She left her husband and was really living in bad news, you know, sexual things, yuck. And she happened to turn on our program and God gave me a word that someone was sleeping with the wrong man. And she said, I am the one. And she took that word and left that man and got right with God, called our prayer line. Folks, you don't know how God is going to speak to you. You just know that God is going to speak to you. And today, you're going to look at a miracle way you can live for you. This will, this will really change your life because you will see Elisha and the miracles, but you'll see the miracles that are in your daily living. We are so excited and we want you to come with us. Oh my goodness, this is a trip of a lifetime. We're going to Hungary and Dubai with a special day trip to Abu Dhabi and a day trip to Vienna. Holy buckets, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be the trip of a lifetime, not just for where we go, but what God will do in your heart. And God will use you because in Dubai, we are going to be ministering to pastors and leaders. And listen, we're going to have a healing meeting. That means God wants to use your hands and use you for healing. And Hungary, oh my goodness, Hungary, that church of 180,000 and the worship there, you will think you've gone to heaven. It's so outstanding. I've been going to that church since 89 when they had like 700 people. Now. They have 180,000 in Central Europe. And of course, Budapest, oh, it's such a gorgeous country. Please call in and go with us. Everyone watching me today, would you like a miracle today? <laughs> would you like to know how miracles occur? And I know you're thinking, oh, you're just glitzy and you're getting too far out there. But I'm, I'm on the Word. And I have studied the miracles in Elijah and Elisha's life and how they processed. And I see that they work. The process works in our lives. I think this is such a special day for you because everybody watching me, everybody watching me, you really want miracles. In fact, you're desperate for them, aren't you? I'm desperate for miracles, and I'm always desperate for them because I'm always believing God for some bigger thing. So I want you to receive today. Now, I'm taking this from Elisha, but I'm taking it from 2 Kings. Now, if you remember, 
Elijah influenced Elisha. Okay? Elijah, Elisha. And Elijah is the one who called down the fire. Elijah is the one that God said, I'm going to send someone that's going to take your place and take your mantle. And Elijah finds Elisha, who's taking care of his father's estate. Evidently, he was very wealthy. And Elijah threw his mantle on Elisha, and that changed him. Now, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen to you today. I'm going to throw a mantle out on you for the miraculous. Why should we just see two or three people around us? God wants all of his people to move in the miraculous. I want you to catch the mantle of a miracle. And you can call us right now for prayer and also for what we have for you to help you in miracle living. And that's important. So keep that in mind as you watch this program. God has a miracle with your name on it. It's not just Elisha, but watch the process of it. Now, in 2 Kings, here is Elisha with the mantle of Elijah, and he wants double, wow, that's very bold in faith, of what Elijah had. So they have a big school of prophets, and I like that. I think Bible schools, prophet schools are profitable, and it helps people get grounded and be used of God. So here is the school of prophets, and they're having some struggles because they have a lot of prophets to feed, and I'm sure they had big appetites. And they go out, the prophets do, and they gather these gourds, and they're going to make, it would be like a squash maybe, they're going to make a stew. So they have the pot already. I have a pot here for you to see. They have the pot already. Everything is good. And so they throw in the gourds into the pot, the Bible tells us. Mm. And the gourds are poisonous. Oh, you know, they stir it up, taste it. Oh, no, no, no. This will kill everybody. What are we going to do? And so they go to Elisha. And now watch what Elisha does. Elisha undoubtedly gets a word of knowledge and wisdom. So he says to them, go get some meal and pour it into the pot. And when I read this, I think, oh my goodness, he said they could not, so he said, bring some flour or meal, and he put it into the pot and said, serve it to the people that they may eat, and there was nothing harmful in the pot. Now, what happened? They got a word of knowledge. Meal can take care of pot problems, and it was an act. So you could have lots of words of knowledge. Oh, yeah, this is true. That's what God says. He'll do it. But until you act with it, it doesn't happen. And so I'm seeing the process of a miracle, that the act in the natural brings the supernatural.
and a lot of you, you're watching this program, and yeah, yeah, you believe in the supernatural, but you haven't acted in the natural. And I believe one of the things for you to do today is to call us and to tell us what kind of a miracle you need. And we're not going to go into detail because we're not a counseling line. We are a prayer line. But that is your act in the natural. Now, so he got a word from the Lord. You know, go get some meal or flour and put it in. So they went to the prophet. That's good. And Elisha, we know, is a good prophet because he took the mantle of Elijah and did the same miracle that Elijah did before he left. Oh, you say, what are you talking about? Don't you remember when Elijah left? He did something before. He took his mantle and hit the river and it divided and they walked over the Jordan River. They walked over. He and Elisha, and then he is caught up by a whirlwind, and Elisha is standing there waiting for his miracle. He didn't say, oh, this is phony baloney. He's waiting for the miracle. So he's standing there, and he's watching. Is the mantle coming? Is the mantle coming? And he sees the mantle come drifting down. But it's not just saying, I have a mantle. It's moving in the miracles of that mantle. So his first miracle is the same miracle of Elijah's last miracle. Are you listening to me? I want you to really listen today because I want you to believe for miracles. And I want you to believe for others for miracles. So the mantle comes down and Elisha takes the mantle, strikes the Jordan, and speaks to it the same way Elijah did, and walks over. So he knows it'll work now. Yeah, the last miracle Elijah did, I just did. But I have double portion. Oh, oh, oh. And when he asked for that, Elijah said to him, you've asked for a difficult thing, but if you see me when I leave, then you'll receive it. And see, we think, oh, double portion, I'm just going to snap it out. That's a difficult thing. And so, you know, he's going to see, is this really going to work? Am I really going to see this work? So he starts the school of the prophets, which is very key, and he's really pouring into them faith, how to walk in the miraculous, because prophets were so needed. When you go through First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Samuel, you'll see that kings all had prophets. Most of them had at least two, and some of them had three. And so this was very key for them, this school of prophets, because this is going to keep the, uh, how can I say, the synagogues, the Jewish people, open to the presence of God. This is very, very important. So when they come to him, they respect him as a prophet with the mantle of Elijah. They said, oh my goodness, we gathered all these gourds, we threw them in the pot, and we're all hungry, and it's poison. The gourds were poison. And Elisha gets a word 
of knowledge and wisdom. Now, let me tell you what knowledge is. A word of knowledge is a fact. And in 1 Corinthians 12, when we see the nine gifts of the Spirit, we see that three of these nine gifts have to do with the brain. You know, they are discerning of spirits. There's a word of knowledge. There's a word of wisdom. And knowledge can be a fact you didn't know, but wisdom is the act that goes with the fact. Mm. Is this getting good or something? And have you taken time to call in about the miracle that you need? Oh, 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 you need to do it. And you need to get the material I want to offer you to help you live in the miraculous. Folks, a miracle life is abundant living. And you need to live in the miraculous. And I'm going to come back and show you the fact and the act. Stay right there. Experience the impossible as a daily lifestyle. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Maryland's four CD teaching series, Miracles Now. Through this seven message series, you'll learn these three things about miracles, how they happen, what brings them, and how you can experience the impossible every day. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Your Pathway to Miracles. Read about Marilyn's trailblazing life and journey and be amazed at the remarkable miracles she's witnessed in her many years of ministry, as well as those she's experienced in her own life. Also included in this great resource is Marilyn's booklet, How to Maintain Your Miracle. This booklet leads you into God's bountiful storehouse of blessing, so you can preserve the life-renewing riches you have from your Heavenly Father. And finally, we'll send you the Miracle Scripture Card to encourage you with God's promises about the miracles you're guaranteed through your life in Christ. Call or click to receive this valuable resource. Do you know what I'm holding in my hand? Something so special for you and for me. It's a victory declaration because we are on the Day of Atonement declaring the victories that have been purchased for us, that we can walk in full victory. Now, perhaps you've received it, and you've written in those special things you want to receive, and so do it. Don't just, oh, I threw it in the wastebasket. Well, if you did, you can get on our website. But I want to encourage you that this is a day of victory, and when we declare it, that's when God does it. If you don't believe it, read through the the Bible. It's declaring victory again and again and again. So I want to hear from you. I want to pray over yours. I want you to get on our website. And I want this to be truly a day of victory in your life and your needs. Are you with me? Are you believing God for a miracle? Are you learning the process of how that comes? So let me review a little bit, just a little bit. But you say, that's Elisha's day. But 1 Corinthians 12 is our day. And it talks about the power of the Holy Spirit. And it talks about a word of knowledge. You didn't know it, but God gives it to you as a fact, supernaturally. The word of wisdom, which is an act, how to act with the word, and then the discerning of spirits. So there are three special gifts three special gifts for us to use in our day in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now you say, well, I don't know if I have the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, let me tell you, when Jesus left, he said to them, stay into, in Jerusalem until you are endued with power.
And on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit was poured out, and honey, it has never stopped. If you want to be filled with the Spirit, call our prayer line. They'll tell you exactly how. Now, I didn't plan to say that, but God planned it, and He planned it for you. So let's see the fact and the act that came out of Elisha. They said, oh, there's poison in the pot. And he answered them, and I like the way he answered. He said, then bring some flour. They said, we can't eat it. And they called him the man of God. They went to him. He said, put it in the pot and serve the people that they may eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. Now, look at this great big pot. What did he tell them to do? You know, it's full of gourds. It's poisonous. He said, okay, bring some flour, some meal, and pour it in. So they did it. Wow, that was quite a word of wisdom. And they acted on it, and then they could eat it, and it evidently it fed them all, and they were all fine. But I notice how the prophet spoke the word. And I believe so many times we think, yeah, that's all true, but do you speak it? Do you speak it? Do you act on it? And the word in our mouth is a miracle word. Now, imagine these prophets seeing that and experiencing it. Hey, this thing really works. How do you think it affected them? It was profitable to them because they're going to be prophets to kings and they're going to have to know the power of the word of God in their mouth and what to speak to kings. So you say, God never wastes anything. No, he doesn't ever waste anything. And one time I was invited to speak at a women's retreat in kind of a cultish thing. And I thought, why did they invite me? You know, because I really believe in the word and they believe in other books, you know, not especially the Bible. But I felt like God said unto me, said to me, go. And so I went into the situation with my mind on this fact that he wanted to bring a miracle. Now, I went and it was a two-day meeting and they wanted me to teach on some of the occult books. Well, I don't know those occult books. And I didn't know why they invited me anyway, but they said, well, we watch you on television. We thought it'd be good for you to come, but we want you to teach on these books. And I said, well, I don't know those books. I can't teach on them. They said, well, can you teach on nutrition? I said, no, really, the only thing I can teach on is the Bible. And so, you know, I called my husband. I was there for two nights. And he said, well, how's it going? I said, well, they're very cool with me, but I have a Bible reading plan. I've asked them to sign up for the Bible reading plan. And by the second day, everyone had signed up to read through the Bible. So the third day, I'm leaving, you know. And so I thought, you know, here I am leaving, and these people aren't born again, and this has been a nice time, and I have favor. So I called my husband. I said, what shall I do? And he said, have an altar call. I said, oh, they won't like that. He said, it doesn't make any difference. You're leaving anyway. <laughs> and, you know, you get that word. Now, he was the one who spoke it to me. And you pour the meal in the pot. So I just said to them, could we get in a circle, 200 women? So we got in a circle. 
And I really did have great favor with him teaching the Bible. So we got in the circle and we prayed the sinner's prayer. And I explained to them the plan of salvation. And they just rejoiced. They were so thrilled. They signed up to read the Bible. They prayed the prayer and I left. Now they never invited me back, <laughs> but that was the act God wanted me. That was a word of knowledge. These women can be saved. A word of wisdom, get them to pray. And it worked. So let's think about just you and some of your situation. Could you have a word of knowledge about one of your children? And so I have a good friend, a pastor's wife, and she's a strong believer, but her son, she had two sons, and the one son was very experimental, and she was concerned about his walk with God and what he was doing. And so one day, she's waiting for him to come home, and she had a vision. You see, words of knowledge, facts, words of wisdom can come in different what can I say? Different ball games, different ways. And she had a vision of her son sitting in the car between two guys and just smoking and smoking. And so when he came in, he was all happy and everything. And I'm sure he fanned himself and got the smell off or maybe changed shirts. I don't know. And when he walked in, she said, son, she said, I saw you in a car. I had a vision. And you were in a car between two boys who were smoking, and you were smoking. He said, oh, Mom, I never can do anything that God doesn't show you. You are a parent man. You need the word of knowledge. You need the word of wisdom. And I want you to call right now and just have people pray with you and get that word and they're not going to just prophesy to you but have them pray that you will hear the word and then God will show you how to act on the word because a lot of this God shows us how to put it out there we might get the word hey that's a fact but how about the act how do we act with that you know yeah there's poison in the pot but how do I act and I get flour meal and pour it into the pot, and then they all ate. Now, always miracles have a lot of, what can I say, progress to them, process to them. They keep working because God is so economical. He uses everything. So I would encourage you, you know, once you get hold of this teaching, start expecting God to work in, the, in your situation and your circumstance, and of course, call us. Now this Miracles Now is five CDs because I want you to walk in the miraculous. You say, well, you know, too late for me. Really? I'm almost 87. It's still working. Come on. Do you think I haven't lived in the miraculous? I would say from 23 to 80, almost 87, I have lived in the miraculous. I have an extravagant life. But what does it come from? It comes from the Word, the power of the Holy Spirit. And is this for everyone or am I just God's pet? I think I am sometimes. He's so good to me. But I can tell you, miracles are for you. And you need to call in, give us your prayer request. But now don't get mad at me. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm not going to get mad at you. 
But I feel sorry for you if you don't get this because I believe God wants to change and transform your life, but I believe he wants to do it in others. And the power of the Holy Spirit, oh my goodness, the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom and discerning of spirits. These are three beautiful gifts of the Holy Spirit. Are they for everyone or just a few people? Oh, maybe just pastors and evangelists. No, when Jesus left, he left the mantle of the Holy Spirit for the body of Christ. And even his mother, Mary, went into the upper room to receive the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, part of the gifts of the Spirit. And today, maybe you're a Catholic, you need to follow what Mary did. You need to get filled with the Spirit. And you need to know <laughs> that God has miracles with your name on it this very day. Experience the impossible as a daily lifestyle. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Maryland's four CD teaching series, Miracles Now. Through this seven message series, you'll learn these three things about miracles, how they happen, what brings them, and how you can experience the impossible every day. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Your Pathway to Miracles. Read about Marilyn's trailblazing life and journey and be amazed at the remarkable miracles she's witnessed in her many years of ministry, as well as those she's experienced in her own life. Also included in this great resource is Marilyn's booklet, How to Maintain Your Miracle. This booklet leads you into God's bountiful storehouse of blessing so you can preserve the life-renewing riches you have from your Heavenly Father. And finally, we'll send you the Miracle Scripture Card to encourage you with God's promises about the miracles you're guaranteed through your life in Christ. Call or click to receive this valuable resource. Do you want to know the number one miracle prayer of my life? Of course you want to know. When did I pray this prayer? When I was 16 years old. I knew about Jesus. I, I read the Bible some, but I didn't know he could come into my heart. I knew about him, but I didn't have him. And I went to a youth camp, and the pastor told about how you could be born again. And I had read about being born again, but I didn't really understand. And he told how Jesus died for our sins and arose from the dead, and that we could repent of our sins and believe that he died for us, died in our place, and arose from the dead. Invite him into our heart, and we could have eternal life, and that we could have heaven on the way to heaven. So I got the author of the book in my heart that night at a youth camp. I want to be sure the author is in your heart. So I want to pray that prayer with you. Are you ready? Just take it. Maybe you're backslidden. Let's pray. Say, Father, I know you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe that he died and arose from the dead. Now I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart and be Lord of my life. And I thank you for saving me. The Bible says it. I believe it. I receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Best miracle of your life is when Jesus comes in your heart.